You're listening to the Online Tutor Business Podcast, where I help tutors get found, hired, and referred. Episode number 41. Instagram. Imagine making a few posts each week and commenting on other people's posts. It doesn't seem too hard, right? And you know what? It isn't. But here's the thing. The things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. And today, you're going to hear from Esme Lozano, an online reading tutor, and how she has been getting requests weekly for her tutoring services right from Instagram. The best part is, other tutors are doing it too. Want to learn how? Well, keep listening. And if you're interested in learning how to utilize Instagram to maximize your online tutoring business, you must join the Rock the Gram course that Esme and Joanne Kaminsky have put together just for you. Hi, I'm Joanne Kaminsky, and with 10 years experience tutoring online, I've made over a half a million dollars. And today, I help other tutors get similar results or better. In this podcast, you're going to be inspired by other tutors stepping into this journey and getting results. You'll learn strategies you can apply to your business, stop feeling alone in the process, and make more money so that you can feel amazing every time you have an aha moment with one of your students. This is the Online Tutor Business Podcast. Hello and welcome, you guys. Today is all about Instagram. Yeah, I know that some of you guys have heard that some people have been getting some students via Instagram. And I have with me today Esme Lozano, who is our Instagram guru in the house, who's going to be sharing all about Instagram. So we would love to know, do you have any questions about Instagram pop them in the chat. Whether you are in Facebook or whether you're watching this on YouTube, I can see all of the questions that you guys ask and we want this to be interactive. So first, the very first thing, if you don't have any questions, tell us who you are. Where are you from? Where are you watching from? We want to be able to say hello to you. Rosa is from Texas. Welcome, Rosa. Rosa Puente is one of our newest members of our community. Uh, We just love you already and so glad that you are here. So again, I mentioned I've got Esme Lozano here with me today. She's one of my favorite people. And, you know, we've gotten to meet in person and it's been absolutely incredible. This woman is a woman of faith, a woman of God who has been led to um, her purpose and her journey um, by her higher power. And it's just so incredible to have you here today, Esme. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. I get excited about just helping other people uh, build sustainable online businesses. And I think um, it's such a, like, I don't know, a privilege. I think it's a privilege to to be a part of it. It is. That's exactly how I see it. I feel like it's a privilege to be able to serve the people that I get to serve. And when people thank me for what I do, I always always say, well, thank you for allowing me to do it, for for being a part of this community and supporting um, how I reach out. I mean, people have lots of people that they could watch or choose or, and and they choose to to be here with us. So uh, we've got some more people coming on. Oh, Amy Janjagava just said, oh, that's my coach. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. She is very close to me. I'm in Dallas, so we're 
Kind of yes, you are. How awesome is that? We've got Elizabeth Tallis from Massachusetts, Lori from Texas, Gloria from uh, California, Latrice from Crestview, uh, and Maria from the Pocono Mountains. Oh my gosh, how awesome that you guys are all here and 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 shouting out. I love it. Awesome. Crystal from Missouri. Lots of you guys. This is awesome. I love it. We are here today to learn all about Instagram and how are people specifically getting students using Instagram? So so let's start with your journey, Asmi. How, how did you start getting students via Instagram? Well, before Instagram, I was on Facebook. I was getting referrals. I was actually tutoring in person prior to getting online, met uh, you through uh, binge watching all your YouTube videos like most of us. I think most people would say the same thing. Um, eventually joined the Jumpstart community, and it's all history now. I, um, after being on Facebook and getting a lot of clients through there, I thought, you know, why am I not on Instagram? Like, I was there with my personal page. I was there with my youth group page, but it was basically just a place to put up the announcements and kind of show the events that we had held and so that's really what the extent of my Instagram exposure. And uh, one day I decided, why not have a business page? So I went and I set up my business page and it was maybe a couple of days. And I was like, what to post? Like, that's the ultimate question, the ultimate fear. <laughs> what do I say? That's really what it is. What do I say? What do I have to say? I had nothing to say at that point. So I was like, well, you know, I had just moved my in-person students online. So I decided that I would start welcoming them. So I created on Canva this post that said welcome with their name and their city, I think at that point. And so I welcomed a couple of my students on Instagram. Not that my students were on Instagram, but it was just a way of letting people know like I'm in business. Yeah. At least, you know, that was my idea at that point. And then several days later, I received a DM um, from an acquaintance who, who's in her 30s. I'm in my 50s, so I knew her as a teen. And um, she said, oh, I, you're still tutoring? I need you to tutor my daughter. And I was like, sure, yeah, we'll do that. Let's, you know, let's sign up for an assessment. And so we did that. And her daughter goes to a private school. So three days later, she said, someone's going to call you. Because they, they're having the same problem. Their child's not reading and they're like in third grade. And I thought, oh, okay, sure. Well, the parent called me and she had a, a, a daughter and a son. And she hired me to tutor both of them. So I'm thinking at the beginning, I was probably maybe doing like three hours between both of them. And so instantly, within days after signing up with my business page, I was, I had increased my income by $900, I think it was around there. And, uh, well, yeah, then I, that got my attention. Yes. Um, because I realized I had, um, been leaving money on the table. Um, I realized, I also realized that a lot of my potential ideal clients were in their thirties, right? Because mm -hmm. they're the ones with elementary age children. So I realized that. And so then I decided I'm going to get serious and I'm going to figure out everything I can about Instagram. Mm. So I became a student <laughs> of Instagram 
and did many trainings um, trying to prepare myself and just making little changes, like a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And I learned that I, I just needed to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was barely getting views, barely getting anyone to engage with me. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it picked up and it just, I started to get like one to three clients coming in through Instagram. Wow. And not only that, but um, they signed on. They mm-hmm. went through the process. They um, signed up for the free online reading assessment, which you encourage us to do, if, you know, if we want to do that um, to help with the, um, you know, offering something for free. And people just would go and fill out the form. We would, um, I would send them a Calendly link to, uh, or I do send them a Calendly link so that they can sign up for a time that they can meet with me. And I've, I've said that I, everybody has signed on that has gone through that process on my Instagram, except for one parent who was not a good fit. She was kind of uh, very aggressive with her child during our assessment, and I didn't want to work with her. So other than that, everyone else that has gone through and signed up, they're ready. Yeah. And so it was you that made the choice of, look, I don't want to move forward with this person. There's something that doesn't feel right here. And versus the other way around, which it, a lot of tutors experience, right, where it's like, oh, they don't want to move forward with me. And um, this was this is the opposite. This That's a great opposite problem to have where you're like, hmm, something doesn't feel right here. I'm going to say no at this time. But um, I think that's that's a great opportunity to have. And, and since then, you have been um, helping other tutors as well get their Instagram profiles up and running in, in, in all those good places. Um, yesterday, we did a free training. For those of you guys who missed it, the replay is up. Um, but it's only going to be up until midnight tomorrow night. So uh, Beth is going to put the link inside of here if you missed it. You can click on that link. Um, it might start talking to you right away. If it does, just stop it so you can hear the rest of what we have to say here. And then um, and then you can get that training on four tweaks on how to turn your Instagram followers into raving fans. And I think that'll be really huge for a lot of you. There's a free workbook that comes along with it as well where you can take down your notes and, and follow along. So really great tools there for you. And that's all free, guys. So awesome, awesome stuff. So I'm curious, I know you said you spent a lot of money on diving a little bit deeper on into Instagram. So you didn't just kind of go off the free stuff that was online and posted online. Um, how much would you say over time you invested in learning what you wanted to learn about Instagram? Mm. <laughs> um, it was significant. I mean, I would say probably $2,000. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's important for people to realize is that, you know, we get to skip the line when you guys decide to come on in and work with us. You get to skip the line but not have to pay those heavy prices. And a lot of people don't realize how expensive some other trainings can be and how much we've invested in ourselves to learn the information that we have. Um, and so it's it, it's important to know that kind of stuff of, yeah, okay, Esme has invested, you know, over, you know, $2,000 with her own training to learn this stuff. And... Uh, and you're going to learn how you can join a program with her 
at a significantly reduced price from that. So I think that's kind of cool. So you started working with some other people. What are some of the, the other tutors that you have worked with that you've noticed get students that you've kind of get, gotten to witness the change from the beginning when they started to where they are today now where they're actually getting students? I feel like, um, you know, I, I started to work, um, you know, with our mastermind group um, through the Insiders um, Secret Club, uh, which is a, a club that most people join after they go through Jumpstart. And um, I started working with them and took them on the journey with me. That's how it started. I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm a couple of chapters ahead of you. Will you, will you go with me on this journey? And so they did. I'm thinking probably there's a group of six that were very consistent, were with me all along. Um, I think the first thing is, I, I think we don't realize that, and well, those of us that are online tutors, um, we're very busy, we're tutoring, right? And it's really hard for us to understand the value of being consistent, yeah. first of all. And so I have found that to be the hardest part. And I felt like I, what I learned along the way is that um, tutors needed me to break it down into really small pieces, um, as opposed to what I did in my trainings, which was complete overwhelm. Like I right. had to break it down for myself. But I, I've learned that I need to break it down and that they need the opportunity to go test it out and try it and come back and get feedback. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what we do. That's what we do in Rock the Gram as well. It's, I break it down like, what is the most important thing that you need to do to get started? Yeah. Let's get that done, which yep. is our bio and our highlights and things like that from the beginning. Let's get that done. And once they understand that and get practice at that, then we can get into the posted and you know posting and content planning and things like that. I just got a message last night. I just happened to be, but I'm gonna read it because she said, "Hi, Esme. I hope you're doing well. I finally got my first client through Instagram. I was about to give up. Okay, this person has not been in any of my training. She's just been. She says, "I've been learning from you from afar and kept at it because of the good things you had to say." I've been, uh, she says, for a while, I've been watch I'm missing an action for a while, but we'll get back to it. I'm hoping to make it to your Saturday uh, Rock the Gram uh, if I don't have tutoring at that time. So this is someone who was watching from afar um, and who started to implement a lot of the things that we've been talking about every time that we do a live or we did on, at the Impact Conference. Um, then last week, I also had Angela. Um, and she um, had been doing this for a while, had not gotten a client on Instagram. And as we, she signed up for a power hour. And as we were doing that, she goes, oh no, what? And I was like, what happened? She's like, a tutor just said, you finally spoke to me. <gasps> yes. <laughs> like you're talking my, <laughs> my language now. And so she hired her to tutor her child in writing. So that is really what I feel like. There are times where they feel like I, I haven't gotten any results. I haven't gotten any results. And I think it's like having that light bulb moment of understanding that it's a social platform, that people need time, that consistency is going to build trust. Yeah. We can't just show up haphazardly. In fact, I was working on my landing page for Instagram coaching. And one of the things that I came up with was Instagram 
that you want to show up by uh, on Instagram by design instead of by accident. And when you think about it, I showed up by accident and I, I reaped great results. So I think that was my, my take on it. Imagine if I was intentional, yeah. right? Imagine if I was intentional. And so I think the first thing that I, you know, I teach uh, tutors as we meet for Rock the Gram is can you even be found on Instagram? Right. And that's one of the big challenges. A lot of people get very attached to their name, mm-hmm. <laughs> to their business name. Sure. I know <laughs> when I started, it was Horizon Tutoring, and I was attached. Like, that's my name. That's my inspiration. But if you go to Instagram, people are looking for searchable words. Like, if I need an SAT tutor, I'm going to look for SAT tutor. I'm not looking for the name of a business if I mm-hmm. don't know I'm so I'm going to look for, for the subject and the more searchable words that you can add to your name, the easier it will be for them to find you. So what I do is I demonstrate, I'm going to look up reading tutor and see if you even pop up. Well, many of them don't have reading in their name, right? So they make it difficult. And Instagram has its own search engine, right, apart from Google. So. They're only going to search you by what you have on your name, your handle or your name and or your bio. So I think that's the big awe moment that I see people having like, oh, wow, I'm not even showing up. And so, you know, you know how when you tell your children the same thing over and over, you know, and they won't listen. I, and a lot of times it happens that way where tutors are very attached to their name until you show them that you're not gonna, I mean, you're putting a lot of effort, but you're not even showing up on, you know, when you search like Reading Tutor, a long list of tutors that have used Reading Tutor in their name show up and they're not showing up because they have an obscure, you know, business name. Right, right, right. Yeah, so and it is it's, it is important, you guys, to to put in there what it is that you tutor. And some people, will, but some people will say, um, as me, but I tutor, I, I tutor many things. So how do I get found for that? Well, the, the main, the, the thing there is that they need to really niche down um, because if they don't, there's no way that they're going to be able to create content for everything. Right. You know, I'm an elementary tutor, but I can't be creating content for math, social studies, science, you know, reading. Um, I do want to tell them that yes, people will hire you for those things because People, when they see a teacher, they think, oh, she can do SAT reading. She can do this. You know, we can do everything, right? Right, right, right. Um, but it, so it doesn't mean the reason that you narrow your niche is so that you can market yourself well, but it doesn't mean that people aren't going to ask you to do um, other things or other subjects, especially if you're in the elementary grades. Or um, there are some things that are relatable, like, SAT math and algebra and geometry, I mean, they're connected. Mm -hmm. So that's something that you can, right? But, um, you know, I know like in Angela's case, she was kind of doing reading and writing and her love is writing. And I'm like, it's real clear, like when you talk about writing, it comes through and you come through as a professional, as an expert. And she slowly started moving to just talking about writing and, um, it's been really exciting to see her growth and showing up on camera and showing up on videos and she's doing reels now. I just love it. My husband's just like, 
I go, look, like, this is my child. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Like, they're trying things and they're stepping out. And it's all really to build that trust because ultimately, when my acquaintance found me and she recommended me, that other parent totally trusted her recommendation. Yeah. Right? Because she knows her well. Yeah. So there was no like, well, I don't know you, none of that. People have to understand that online is still, uh, to some people, it can be fearful to hire someone online and not know them. Um, I do love, what I do love about Instagram is that you get to give people a 360 of you. They yeah. get to hear your voice. They get to see you on video. They get to hear your expertise through your posting, your carousels. Um, they get to engage with you. They get to see others engage with you. So that's what I love about Instagram. It's kind of like, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everybody like all in one place. Um, and yet at the same time, I always say don't put all your eggs in one basket, but it's a place to yeah. be, right? A right. place to like springboard from. Exactly, exactly. It gives you some, some deep knowledge into like, if you dive into a course like Rock the Gram, it gives you that opportunity to say, okay, I am going to like dive all in and I'm going to learn what I need to learn so that I can be effective with it. But don't use Instagram as your only place to be able to get students. So many people ask me that question. Like, if you could just tell me like one thing that I could do or one place that I could go online. And I, I always respond the same. I say, get rid of the question. Like, because honestly, you're limiting yourself and you think that there's going to be this magic uh, pill that you can take and Instagram isn't a magic pill. Instagram is a resource and a tool that you add to your other tools that you have. And so if you're like, I'm only going to do Instagram, you do limit how many students you can get because you're going to get drips of students, right, from all these different things that you're trying. But now, though, this drip is going to be way more effective because you're doing it right. A lot of people, yes. they start attempting social media, and some of them have never been on social media themselves. They're like, nah, I've never really done it, but I have heard other people say that it works, so I'm going to try it. And then they fail, and then they're like, okay, so this doesn't work. But they didn't really invest in the education and the training to learn that platform because if I attempt YouTube um, as I would attempt Instagram, I'm going to fail. They're two different platforms. They have uh, they have specific audiences, whether I, they do overlap, but not every YouTuber is on Instagram and not every Instagrammer watches well they might watch youtube <laughs> because everybody searches for youtube <laughs> but but you know what i'm saying here it's like you have to uh, if, if you approach a platform incorrectly um people are going to know like if you're not using lincoln bio to be able to get people to click on something because you don't have any anything you can click on inside of a post right so you right. always have to do lincoln bio so you really have to poof up that lincoln bio so that it's got a whole bunch of things that you would be normally sharing that people can easily find and they can access the stuff that you're talking about. So, yeah, and even uh, like recently, uh, it's been two weeks now, I got a new student um, from Florida and that student actually found me or the parent found me on Facebook, right? And then another client that I just got was a referral. So it's not just Instagram, but what does ha start to happen is when one of my students is exiting, it seems like by accident or by sheer like luck, somebody comes through Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, so 
the more you have layers of opportunities for marketing, you're not going to be stuck where I'm like, oh, I have an empty spot and I need to fill it. No, because when you're putting things down the pipe through all these different areas, something's going to come out eventually. And sometimes it is a referral. Like, I, well, even um, this week I got someone that I, my first client that was a total stranger at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So I actually taught him uh, math um, during the time when everybody moved online from the school. And she wrote me and said, I know she clearly had been looking at my stuff. I know that you're specializing in reading, but will you do math again? And so I said, absolutely, because I've worked with a parent. I've worked with a child, and we had a really good relationship. And it was just really exciting to think, wow, you were my first one. Like, Aww. you were my And so, yeah, so it's just like, um, yeah, absolutely. Instagram is a place, and, I, you know, you, you want to master it to a point where it just – I tell people I, we, I was going to go to lunch yesterday with my husband and I had started to work on a reel and he had come in and then I'm like, I'm like, hold on just a second. I need five seconds. I need to do a reel. I stood there, did the reel. And then we went to lunch. Nice. I'm at that point because I'm no longer thinking, what do I post about? Right. Now right. I really know what I want to speak about so I can find a reel and make it fit my pillars or my categories that I want to speak to. But at first it was overwhelming. Like, right. what do I say? I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, what do I say and how do I say it? Mm -hmm. And then there's Canva that makes us cry. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> even with the templates, at first it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot that you have to do. Design. I know there could be like a course just on Canva because I, there's so many features that you can take advantage of, which are absolutely incredible, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so right. there's all that. We did have a question from uh, Gloria Feliciano. Thank you so much for um, posing this question. How many minutes long are videos that get traction? So I would say that the max that I would do, for example, would be like 15 seconds and really seven seconds does very well. So I have like a reel, for example, a reel that has reached like 4,000 views, has gotten 4,000 views. Um, and I have some that are 1,000, some that are 500. Usually if I, sometimes I get a little like, I can't wait. So I'm like, oh, I did it. I want to post it right now. Uh, so I post it at a time I know is not the busiest time for watching. Um, so typically I'll get a thousand views on my reel and, and it's usually the seven second ones at the most 15 seconds is what I will do. Um, if you're doing like an Instagram uh, live um, and then you save it, you save your IGTV, you want to also edit it to make it shorter so that people can see pieces of it as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the attention span for video is very short and people are very used now to watching TikTok and and reels and things like that. So I would say I know they've increased it to 60 seconds, but you better have a, a lot to say that's to the point. You know, like I, I think anytime we speak on Instagram, we have to be to the point 
And a lot of times I see people like just get on and they're, they're not even sure why they're on, you know? <laughs> right. You they just like, like flip on the camera and they just start talking because they're like, well, the ones that I like the best are just like where, where people are just talking, but they don't realize like you've got to be planned in what you're going to say because people know the difference between you rambling and yes. you being very clear on what it is that you're saying. You've got to have a plan. You, you're like, I'm here to tell you this, this, and this. I have three things to tell you. I mean, you've got to, from the get-go, tell them this. I'm about to tell you, you know, three tips for reading aloud to your child, and these are the tips. Yep. And that's good enough. I, I mean, you know, I just feel like this is, it's not YouTube. YouTube is for more in-depth, like somebody who really wants to research a topic. So if you are doing Instagram and you have a lot of posts and a lot of content, sure, you can, you can extend that content for YouTube. Sure, you can use it as ideas for a blog as you see the interest, like people mm -hmm. are really responding to a certain thing. Like for me, it was like read aloud, like tips for read aloud. People got really excited about it. And it's like, I know that that's something I need to write a blog about because there's real interest in it. Yes. So it's, all, it's also a place to test things. Yeah. Yeah, like what what are people most interested in? Because if they're they're liking it the most or they're responding it to the most, it's like okay, I can go into more depth with this one. Uh, it, it's in, versus spending my time on this idea because I think it's going to be fantastic. It's almost like polling your audience, isn't it? <laughs> and sometimes we think like sometimes I'll do a reel that I really like. I was real concerned about every angle of it, you know. And it doesn't get as many views as the really short one that I did right before walking out the door of my husband. You know, right. it's kind of like something resonates with people that I didn't think would resonate. Right. You know? Right. So. We don't know. It, it, it really is like in the beginning, you're like, I don't know. Let's give it a go. <laughs> I don't know. Let's give it a go. And then you start yeah. researching and saying, OK, which ones are getting the most views? Why are they getting the most views? And right. then we can dive deeper on into that. Now, we had the question, is a reel a video? Is a reel a video? Well, yeah. A reel can be a video, yes. Yes, it's a real short video. <laughs> there you go. It's a real short video, and it also can be a recreation of of something that someone else has done with music. So um, that's the latest thing where you can go and see someone's reel, and they've got certain music or dialogue, and you can use it so that you can um, kind of springboard from it. And so, but I make it fit what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, I make it fit. For example, I did one where um, I wrote my my student went up one great level, and then so I'm walking through the living room, and then there's this thing that appears and says, "But he needs to go up two more great levels," and then I smack it and it disappears. You know, like let's celebrate. Basically, let's celebrate the win. Like, yeah. Sure, there's more, and so I make it fit my categories that I want to speak to. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm recreating a reel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Gloria's actually shocked. She's like, wow, that is a lot shorter than I thought. But I want you also guys to think about like this actually makes it easier in a way because it's not like you have to sit there for a full hour being able to create a reel. Now, Esme is at a point, and I talk about this all the time, about where you are in your learning stage, right? So some of you right now have never dove into Instagram. So you are at that unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know, and now all of a sudden you're coming to a new level where you're starting to realize, wait, I don't know a whole bunch of stuff that I need to know. 
And so now you're moving on into conscious incompetence. You know that as soon as you start, you're probably not going to do it perfectly. And that's okay. We have to get started somewhere, right? And then we move into conscious competence. And um, and, and I would say, Esme, you have already reached past conscious in co- conscious competence because that's still where you have to start. You have to think about, okay, now I need to do this. Now I need to do this. Okay, this is how I upload it. This is how I save it. This is how I edit it. This is how I do this. Like, you don't have to think about those steps anymore. You're at right. the unconscious competence piece. Right. And so know that you just have to work through those four levels on anything that you're learning. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I should have known this yesterday. Well, you didn't. Now you do, right? Like, <laughs> let's get past, past this. The stories that we tell ourselves are extremely, extremely important right? So know that anybody can be taught how to do it. Know that it doesn't take as much time as what you think it's going to take. All right. Right. It could be, it could be super, super um, short to do that. Walking you through it. Like I do screen recordings for the Rock the Gram members. So if you join Rock the Gram and I do it for our mastermind as well, I'll, I'll say, okay, this is how you create a link tree for your Instagram. And I actually walk them through going on their phone, on the Instagram app, or going to Canva, downloading, and I walk them through it so that they have something to refer to and they can still ask questions when we meet. But it, it, I give you bite-sized steps to take. So my hope is that when you're finished with the Rock the Gram, you've got your bio down, you've niched down, you've got your link tree, you've picked a good picture, you've picked a good name, um, you've described what you do and who you serve and how you're going to deliver. And then I work on them doing stories because I feel like stories, they only last 24 hours. They're less intimidating. They can be really short. They can just be a sharing of a post. And I teach them how to engage and use some of the stickers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if they can do that, once you can do that, you can do anything after that. Um, because you have already worked on Canva as well and created things. So I think I want them to understand that in Rock the Gram, I'm going to give you bite size. It's not a lecture anymore because really, Joanne, you've created the site for anybody who really wants to go and read deeply, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm doing the part where we're actually having a co-working experience. Yeah. We're working together. And there are times where somebody's like, I don't, I mean, I've had times, well, I have an Android. I don't get it. And, you know, and it's okay. Like, understand that my goal is for you to get it. That's it. And and so we're not going to leave until you get it. <laughs> right. Right. And I think that's so, so useful. And, you know, with Rock the Gram, yeah, I've created like an entire course that kind of walks you through all of the basics so that you get you get an overview of all of the major elements, how you can use it, how you can start thinking about your brand on Instagram, all of that kind of stuff. We, we work down all those kinds of details. And then from there, we've got the amazing Esme who meets with you for eight weeks to really show you the nitty gritty on getting it started for you and saying, okay, giving you feedback because a lot of us will start it, but we don't get feedback from people. Right. We start it. We do it. But we don't really get feedback from people. And then all of a sudden um, we're wondering why is this not effective? Why is it not working? And and I see it all the time. I'll People will be like, hey, could you take a look at my Instagram account? I'll be like, sure. And I look at their Instagram account um, and I'm like, do you want are you looking for feedback on this? And they'll say, yes. I'm like, you're missing many elements that need to be at play here. Your highlights. You have you don't have any highlights. 
the highlights are really important here. So you need highlights and um, you need to make sure that you have that one link in your bio, right? That's going to lead them to the next step. Because if people don't know what the next step is, how can they take it? Right. And someone asked me this week, do you really think that, um, you know, adding a free assessment uh, is crucial to your Instagram? And I said, that's how I get all my clients. Yeah. I don't even get clients who write me a DM or who DM me and say, you know, basically a message um, that say, tell me about your tutoring. They don't. Because by the time that they fill out the free online reading assessment form, they've been looking through all my stuff. They're Mm -hmm. confident that I can do what they need done. Yeah. And so by the time that we meet, they know me better than I know them, of course, because they've seen me, heard me. I always say, if you wear glasses, make sure you wear glasses all the time, because when you meet them on Zoom for the first time, they want to see you, the person they've seen all along. Right. Um, So to them, you're a big deal. I mean, anytime that you're on video, you're a big deal to people. You are. You're a celebrity in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's the way parents see it. And so I, I just want them to know, like the very top part of your Instagram bio section is like a mini website. Mm-hmm. And many people won't even go and scroll down. They'll look at your highlights and they get an overview of who you are. In fact, the majority, I would say like nine out of 10 that have gone through there and hired me were not following me. And so I'm convinced that there are parents who just go search reading tutor. They find you, I found her, and they move on because maybe Instagram is not where they spend their time, but they know to go there. So that's why it's important to find you. It's important that you're using uh, searchable words um, so that you can be found. And so yeah. my, my main thing is that top part. Let's get it. Let's get it into shape. Yeah, for sure. And and by the way, you guys, the you you don't have to show up on video in order to be using an Instagram profile page. That's a, that's an option for you. You don't have to share your face even on an Instagram reel if you didn't want to. So know that those aren't the only types of ways that you can show up. Those are additional ways that you can show up, but they're not the only ways. Um, Elizabeth asked the question. So if you take these steps without a website, a Facebook page. Uh, can you take these steps? I'm thinking, can you take these te- steps without a website, a Facebook page, and an available resume and references? First of all, nobody has asked me for a resume, and nobody has asked me for references. So even if you do have a website, people don't ask you for a resume or references because it's different than getting a job. Now, if you do want to go into this business and you're looking for a company to work for, yes, please have a resume, you know, so that you have that and have your references because you can't get a job without it. But when you are an independent contractor, when you are a freelance professional tutor, people actually don't ask you for those kinds of things. That's why your online presence is so important so that they can find you online. And yes, you can get started without a website and without a Facebook page, right, Esme? Absolutely. And I know even some people recently have, um, they just created something on Google Docs that had uh, information on them because their website wasn't ready. They were going through Jumpstart. Um, so they, they put a link to their Google Docs. That's one way that they did it since they didn't have their website. I was like, well, you know, people come up with, you know, wonderful ways to get around things. Um, And I, so yeah, definitely you don't have to have that. You don't have to have a Facebook, you know, you don't have, if you want to just start, I I believe, and, and this is what I did when I started, you know, apart from the other things that I was doing in person, I, I really worked at my Facebook, 
business page until I learned everything about it. And I really recommend that people do that. Like go and optimize it to the, you know, to the extreme, right? To what, you know, learn it inside and out. And then you can move on to the other social platform because otherwise you're going to be all over the place, but you're not going to be consistent. So it's better to be consistent than just be there. And so I, I believe that, you know, once I felt really comfortable on Facebook, in fact, I was even booking through whatever they had um, on Facebook to book through. And, and now I did the same thing with Instagram. I, I learned it inside and out and I continue to learn. I also wanted to say about, do you have to be on video? I, I have at the beginning, I did a lot of voiceovers. So I would speak over my, my slides, right? Mm -hmm. So if I had a carousel, if I had a multiple amount of slides talking about reading aloud, for example, um, I would do a voiceover, which is very doable. I, I think you need to put your voice out there somehow. So if you're uncomfortable on camera, then you're going to be able to do voiceovers. You want to put your, you know, your face out there. They want to know who you are. You are your brand. Like mm -hmm. we spent too much time on our logo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't even like cover it. Did you notice? I don't even cover logos in yeah. our jumpstart your online tutoring business because it's like, no, no, no. They're going to, it's a time waster. It's not a student getting machine. Your face is a student getting machine, but your, your logo is not a student getting machine. So uh, be out there, be present, be be helpful, be a servant of, of these people that, that need your help, answer questions. Like those are going to serve you better than trying to put a logo out there. As time goes on, if you come across like a great logo that you think of and the design comes to you, cool, you can add that on in, but it doesn't have to be one of those first 10 steps, even the, one of the first 20 steps that you have to take in creating your business. No, it, it doesn't have to be. And I, I think it's just about doing it. Just do it. Uh, you know, I think I was having a conversation with someone's like, I will never do a little dance on Instagram. Like that is so silly. But there was one that I just wanted to do. You know, what I, I mean, it was nothing major. But, you know, it's um, I think it loosens you up and it shows another side of you as well that you're fun. And maybe you are serious and, and it comes through as well. And, and so I think I want people to understand that a parent knows what they want in a tutor and it might not be me, mm -hmm. right? They might say, mm, no, I don't think so. Right. Uh, maybe they want someone more mature with more experience or someone younger that's going to be, I don't know, more lively or, or whatever the case may be. And the only way they know that is when they see all that you put out on Instagram, they're able to see your personality, hear your voice. Um, you know, just I'll, I'll put a post of me with my sons. Like they can relate. Oh, wow. She's got three sons. I've got three sons. I mean, there it's, it's very interesting. The kind of things that will connect people to you. Mm -hmm. You have a dog, you have a cat, you, you know, you like to, I know snowboard or whatever the case may be like, that might be the one thing that pushes a person to pick you over another. Yeah. And so you want to tell your story along the way. It doesn't have to be about you personal, but there's ways that we can share, mm -hmm. right? And and so I feel like we shouldn't be afraid to to put ourselves out there. And I think I was. I was afraid of not knowing what to talk about. And I yep. think that's the the main thing. We don't know what we talk about, but I do you know, through um, the training or through power hours, I, we will sit down and we will come up with the different categories that you want to speak to. We'll talk about pain points and how we can crisscross. We, we do a matrix 
we crisscross the, the categories with the pain points and start creating content. And we've created a lot of content um, that way. And that gives us a lot of confidence because I know, okay, this, these are the, this is like what I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that comes um, where you get to a point where it's automatic. I know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've done power hours with people. I'm like, all right, we're going to sit down. We're going to figure out your next year's plan. We've got two hours. Are you ready? Let's go. And in two hours, we figure out the entire year of what you're going to plan and where you're going to post things so that it is very specific for you and you know exactly where you're going to spend your time. And no longer do you have to sit there and say, but I don't know what to create. I don't know what right. to write. I don't know what I should do. I, you know, when that happens to us, we just get in overwhelm um, every single time we sit down. And this way, you know, I'm going to ask you, I ask people questions like right off the gate. Okay, what about this? What about this? What about this? They're like, oh yeah, this. And so it sparks another idea and then another idea and then another idea. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I've created my entire content for the year in two hours that's insane and they know exactly when they're going to post it because we even go down into the months i'll be like okay so what month are you going to post this what month are you going to post this so they actually literally have it on a calendar ready to go and i think this is really important for us to realize that these kinds of strategies can be done and they are doable and they keep you from overwhelm right I love it. Uh, Elizabeth said, when you start out, I suspect it's about practice, practice, and feedback. The complexities of wanting and ready to be seen versus the pure terror of it. Yes. And and we do have to. The stories that we tell ourselves can keep us from being seen. And we have to reverse those stories. So what are some things, I'm curious from you guys that are listening, what are some stories that you've told yourself? Have you told yourself, but I'm not really good on camera, or I don't like the way I look on camera? Or have you said something like, um, people are going to judge me, or I, I, I feel weird posting something like this, it <laughs> doesn't feel comfortable, or um, you know, who's going to even watch this? These are stories that, that we tell ourselves that don't help us, they only hurt us. So we have to change the story. So if our story is, I don't like the way I look on camera. Okay, dude, that's a simple one. Okay, that really is a simple one. It might not sound, sound very simple to you, but it really is in the whole, whole gist of things. Go get a haircut. It feels amazing to get a haircut. If you have certain favorite makeup that you like to wear, put it on. Take your favorite shirt that you know, like every time you wear it, somebody is like, oh, girl, you look good. <laughs> okay, put that baby on and now get in front of the camera, okay, because you're going to feel confident. And when you feel confident, then you exude confidence. When you exude confidence, people want to work with you. And that is really, really pivotal. If I show up and my posture is like my, my shoulders are kind of sunken, I'm looking down like this because maybe I'm reading off of a piece of paper and I say, um, hi, my name is Joanne Kaminsky. I help kids that tutor uh, I help kids that struggle with reading, and if you have a child that's struggling with reading, I can really help. If if you present yourself in that kind of a manner, you know it's where it's all about you. You can you could hear me saying all those I things, right? And I was all like crunched into myself. Now pull those shoulders back, 
look at the camera, and instead you speak from your ideal client's pain points that, that Esme was talking about. And you say things like, you thought after the pandemic, everything would be better. Am I right? You thought your kid would be reading on grade level. You thought the grades would start increasing, but that hasn't happened. And guess what? You are not alone. There are other kids exactly in the same spot, and I have been able to work with them, help them, and get them onto grade level before the end of the year. Are you ready to take action? Let's do this right? That speaks confidence. It says, look, I'm here to help, right? I, my energy came on up. I started speaking directly to them instead of speaking to my inner self as I'm crouched on in, right? And that, those little things, they really make a difference. And actions build confidence. They do. You do it. And even if you want to start just videotaping yourself, saving it as a draft, and doing them, you know, do 30 days of just doing it and saving it as a draft, do it, whatever it takes to get you comfortable in this space. Um, you know, I want to, I've said this before, my, you know, my husband is a professional Emmy award winning uh, photographer, and he has never helped me with my videos. Okay, it's all me. <laughs> so, so I just wow. want you to know that because I do them on like, I've got 10 minutes here, I'm going to get it done, right? And so just know that you can learn what you need to know to show up, um, you know, consistently. And you don't need to fret about everything. You're going to improve things as you go along. And so um, steps build confidence and getting hired builds confidence. Do you, do you really think I care what other pe people think about me being on camera if I'm, I'm adding to my family's income? right? I'm doing a professional, you know, I'm running a professional online tutoring business and I'm increasing my, my income and I'm supplementing our income at home. Like, Hey, my family's very happy. Yes. <laughs> like and you're adding value for the type of content that you're putting out there. Like maybe you're, you're approaching something from a perspective others hadn't thought about yet, or you're teaching them something. Um, and then you're also being strategic and ask and using call to actions, which um, some people don't use properly. Like they just totally even forget to add a call to action. They just think it's all about the posting and, and all of that kind of stuff. And I just want to share with you, um, gosh, I just love Amy Jenchgava, you guys. Like, oh, my heart just goes on out to her. She's so incredible. She's, she says, I did it as me. I took action and I changed my Instagram username and bio. So it addresses my micro niche. I've only heard you tell me this like, uh, I don't know, like four to five times, but I took action today. I, I can't say enough how much people fight me on that. Um, but when they do it, I, you know, I, I'm excited. I get excited. I get excited from just taking those small steps because those small steps add up. Yes. And make a difference. It, they really do. I've been in a position of searching for a tutor myself and, and then started thinking like, oh, wow, like this is how a parent thinks. This yeah. This is what a parent searches. Yes. Right? When, when the names appeared for SAT, I did not pick the people that used a logo for their profile because I couldn't even see what it was. I picked the one. Right. With it's too smile. small. Right. So I'm like the big smile with the colorful background or a contrasting background. Like that's how I picked first. And then I went and read what they had to offer and did it match what I was looking for. So, and again, we spoke about having too many things that we offer. If you say I do everything, 
I didn't want to go find the SAT tutor that did everything. I wanted the best one. Yeah. Right? One that's focused on this specific thing. And I can say as an elementary teacher, after really niching down to um, reading itself, I have improved like drastically in how I teach reading because I've been able to zone in. Just yeah. It makes you a better tutor at the end of the day. And you think that you think, oh, it's going to limit Lee and limit me. And it's the complete opposite. You not niching down is actually limiting you because people just see you as a general generalist at the end of the day. And if I've got a heart problem, am I going to go to just my regular um, doctor for a heart problem? No, I'm going to go to a heart specialist, right? So that's how you want to be seen inside of your tutoring business as well. Now, I do want to talk about something that's really, really important that a lot of people miss the boat on. And that is, you mentioned it just a little bit at the beginning, and that is engagement, that this is a social media platform, that the whole purpose of this is to be social. So what does that mean on Instagram? How can we all be more social on Instagram if we're just posting our stuff? Yeah, you, you can't ghost Instagram. You can't like just show up, oh, I posted what I wanted to post, I'm gone. Like, it serves me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, you know, I live by the golden rule. I treat others as I would want to be treated. And so people that I interact with or I follow, and if I see that that really spoke to me, I'm going to respond to them, whether it's just a like, I'm going to heart it, or I'm going to comment and elaborate on what they said. I'm going to take the opportunity. I don't like to think of things like, oh, I'm doing it so that they, you know, so that I can get, um, you know, recognized or whatever. I, I want to go from it from a genuine place like this really spoke to me or you're right on or what you're saying is so true or, um, you know, so I think it is a social platform. It's and some people don't like it because they feel like, well, do I need to spend all day? No, you don't need to spend all day. Um, you know, I heard you um, talking about in another training, I think, um, where you were talking about, you know, if you want to work 10 hours and you only have five students and the other five hours you're going to have to spend doing something that's going to bring in clients. And for you that is in that position, you might want to be working the social aspect of Instagram by interacting with others. So you might say every day, I'm going to give 30 minutes to that or 15 minutes. You can do a lot in a very short time. We're the fastest thumb typers in the world, right? Well, I don't <laughs> so think I am, but okay. <laughs> I think I'm too old for it. I don't know. Like I watch other people and they're like, I'm like, oh, and I'm still like, I'm like, oh, I need to be like on my computer to be a fast typer. But yeah, you can totally um, get it done in a very short time, but make it a part of your business thing that you do. Make it a part of the processes that you do. Like, what do you do when you wake up? Do you go straight to your email? Do you, you know, do you check your DMs? I mean, you, you need to, to sit down and go, okay, what does it mean to run my business? And if you have Instagram, then to run my business means I better check my DMs. I better check people who like my things, who made a comment. Like if they took the time to comment, if you think about how many people they follow, which can be many, I don't know, hundreds, thousands that they follow on Instagram and they chose to write you a comment, then they deserve a response. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so that, that's, part of, um, that's part of the deal. Um, and I did want to say also, and I, I think I shared this in Clubhouse, is that through Instagram, I've been able to reach students outside of my state. 
yeah faster than I did on Facebook like yes. it has so much easier to do so yeah. I do have people all over I have people you know in Arizona and Maine Washington DC Florida uh Alabama I mean I just California just got one so uh Instagram does make it easier um because in Facebook, a lot of times you have to get into these groups and it's really hard to even share what you do. On Instagram, there's so many ways to get out, out even beyond your followers. Yes. Um, and I do want to say um, that I only had 60 followers for a long time. Um, yeah. And I just got to like 400 and something and I only had 60 followers and still I was getting constant trickle in of clients. So don't think that you have to, I know there's a lot of Instagram gurus out there, um, but the, what they're speaking to is about Instagram. So they're doing Instagram training. So people from all fields are coming and following them. We are very narrow niche down business. So what applies for them does not apply for us. Mm -hmm. Like I can get, if I can get three clients and increase my income, you know, at that point, I don't even know what my rate was, but I know it was like an increase of 900. Then, you know, for me, I get one client, that client stays with me almost year round, mm -hmm. if not longer. Mm -hmm. That's the way our business is when we do reading tutoring. Yeah. It's like they learn to read, then they need reading comprehension, then they, you know, testing or, you know, whatever it is that the school's doing. So when I get a client, a lot of people say, well, I just got one, you know. I'm like, but do you know what that means? Yeah, like how much is that that recurring income? Yes. Uh, how is that affecting the bottom line, right? And and this is really important. I could have taken the same amount of money that I just made from that one client. I could have invested that in ads and I could have lost it all. But instead, I just used a little bit of my time and I made income. And I'm going to make that same income next month and the month after that and the month after that. And I think that's, that is, we really have to bring this down into like, what is your time worth? And people do begin to believe it once they start, they see it, they get their first client. That's when they're like, oh, this really does work. In the beginning, in the meantime, if you're not getting clients, you're like, yeah, Joanne, I've been trying this and it's not been working. Join us, right? Like, join us for this because this is going to be an amazing opportunity for you to see what's going right, what's going wrong. And you can definitely take a look at even just the replay of the four simple but critical tweaks. Um, definitely take a look at that because you're going to learn some things that you didn't know that are going to um, surface for you that are going to help make a huge difference for you. So definitely check that out. Um, when it comes to en engaging with people online, um, don't be scared, you know, and look for other people. A lot of people tell me this. Oh, this is my favorite one that I hear. The only people following me are other tutors. Oh, by the way, if you're a tutor, follow us, please. We actually really do enjoy that. So Esme, follow Esme. Esme is on there as uh, best, best online reading tutor. Yes. So follow her. Follow me. I'm online tutor coach. Um, so you'll be able to find me, even if you put Joanne Kaminsky, online tutor, coach, something of that, you'll find me. Follow us. And guess what we're going to do? We'll follow you back. We're not those kind of people that are just like, I don't know. I see so many people, they have like 10 people that they're following and they have like 4,000 followers. Now, for some people, that looks amazing. You know what that says to me? You're not interacting, engaging with your audience. 
You have people that really respect you, but you're not actually like engaging with them because you'll never see the stuff that they're posting. If I don't follow you, I don't get to see your stuff, right? But if I follow you, I can see your stuff and I can comment. And I know, Esme, you comment a lot on people's posts that are inside of your group. You had mentioned it earlier. Like you were showing your husband like, oh, my God, look at this. This is one of the people from my group. Look what she posted. It's awesome. Uh, I think that's that's amazing. I'll share their stuff on my story. Yeah. Like, oh, you're, you wouldn't do that because she's a reading tutor. I'm like, I have so many students. I have enough. There's more. There's yeah. more for everyone. Yes. There and and that's I think the one of the biggest things we think that we are competing against all the other tutors that are out there when you can stop thinking about it as competition and how can you collaborate together you're going to find that you're going to get so much more bang for your buck as you go along this journey. Don't see other tutors as uh, people that are your um, competitors. See them as people that you can collaborate with and, and walk alongside them on this journey because you never know when one of us could turn into your next client. You know, I did that. I, mm -hmm. I hired, I think it was four or five tutors from our community for my son who's, who's a senior in high school and I've been homeschooling him. And I decided that this year would be would be tutors, online tutors, because I met so many wonderful people. So just know that if you're showing up consistently on the social media, I feel as a coach, as a part of this community, I feel like this is someone who's serious about their business. Mm -hmm. They've stopped. They've stopped using excuses why they're not going to show up and they're doing what they need to do. And so their name is on top of my mind. If I get a student, I have. I've given students to other tutors because I couldn't take them on. They didn't fit into my schedule. I have hired other tutors. Uh, you know, one of my um, mastermind members, she just got her first client and it was a tutor. And it's, it's green money. Like the, the color of the money is no different. So I don't know why we think it's beneath us or that we don't want to share that we got, I got a tutor. I got a, you know, hired, but it was a tutor. Like somehow, like we don't want to talk about it. I don't <laughs> like, it. yeah, a student is a student, and it doesn't matter whether it was like another tutor in our community that ended up hiring you. That's actually, I feel like it's the biggest compliment you could possibly oh. receive because they've gotten to see you show up in day in and day out, and now all of a sudden they're like, "That's who I want." Now they could have chosen how many other tutors that tutored that thing inside of the community, yet they chose you and I think that is just like I think that's stellar I think it, it really said I feel really good inside when I have another you know tutor who says hey I'd like you to work with my child I feel like it's the, the biggest gift that they could give me because they trust in the services that I'm going to provide and they're trusting me with their child and I appreciate that um, to no end and I think that this is it you know never feel like oh my gosh, the only people willing to follow me are other tutors. They're just trying to steal my stuff. They're not trying to steal your stuff. They're trying to be friends with you because online tutoring can be a lonely business. And the more people that we can connect with, the less lonely we feel. And so look at it as that, as an, as an opportunity here. And when they're following so. you, there is that social proof to other parents who come around and look for that reading tutor that some other people know you and trust you too. So yeah. they become your fans. All these tutors that are following you are your fans and they're interacting with you and they're engaging you and they're liking your stuff. And when that potential ideal client comes through, 
they see that there's engagement, that you have followers. Oh, wow. Why would you not want that? Right. It's social proof. And, and for those of you who don't really understand the power of social proof, I mean, you don't realize it, but how many of you guys have gone to Starbucks and you see a really long line? And maybe you see another coffee shop and there's like not as big of a line. Maybe there's nobody even in that line. But you know that the coffee there just isn't as good. And you see that long line, you see no line. And if you've got time, you'll stand in that long line waiting for your coffee because you know that the quality is going to be that much better. Okay? And it's the same thing with our tutoring, right? Like if I go to one tutor's and I see that there's no line, no waiting, no people there, nobody engaging, it leaves a certain impression inside of my mind. When I see that somebody else does have followers, there is a little bit higher engagement going on there. You know, that plays a part into it as well, right? And so we want to take advantage of social proof inside of our business. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for joining us today. And we want to continue this Instagram journey with you. So if you haven't seen four tweaks to uh, four simple but critical tweaks so that you can turn your your Instagram followers into raving fans, check it out. The link is above or inside of the description of this video. And um, on Saturday morning, starts time with Esme, where you get to really work one-on-one -on -one with your profile. So I talk more about that Rock the Gram course after the four simple tweaks, you can take a look at that. If you just want to fast forward through that and just see, okay, what does the course entail? You can do that. Or if you want to watch those tweaks and then learn more about Rock the Gram, feel free. Great information there for you guys to take your Instagram knowledge to the next level so that you can actually start getting students and, and make it all worth it. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today, Esme, and sharing exactly what you do, who you serve, and keep rocking it on Instagram and everywhere else, my friend. Thank you. It's my jam now. <laughs> Did you know that the online tutoring industry is a $1 billion industry and that it is projected to grow to $112 billion over the next five years, according to Technavio? Now, I believe that to succeed in this business as individual tutors, we need to stand together and unite which is why I have created the largest community of online tutors helping each other on Facebook. I'd like to invite you to join our free group, the ultimate support group for online tutors. I want to help you get found, hired, and referred so that you don't have to compete with other tutors, but instead can collaborate and grow so that you can help students all over the world and have the freedom and flexibility to allow you to do what you love. In fact, I want you to feel amazing every time you have a light bulb moment with your students. I want you to have so many light bulb moments that you light up an entire city. All you need to do is go to Facebook, type in Ultimate Support Group for Online Tutors, and hit join. What are you waiting for? Join today.